So, uh, as we kind of close out our time together, I wanted to spend some time with two very wonderful guests that we have. So, you guys can come on up and, and take your seats. Um, so, yeah, all right. Um, I will introduce them um, today on, uh, on Mari or whatever talk show we're doing. I don't know. I don't know, Mari. I didn't watch it, but I'm just thinking of talk shows. So, anyway, so Brian is on channel one and Bailey is on channel two. So, okay, we have a couple of guests here tonight. So, to my left, we have Brian Scherner, who's a Barry grad and our intern. Welcome. It's, it's Welcome live. Boys. So, he's hanging out with our students all the time. And then over here to my right, we have the wonderful Miss Bailey Brewer. Uh, Bailey is my wife Kristen's little sister. So, this is my sister-in-law. No pressure. Uh, so, Bailey is here with us. Bailey is a junior at Georgia Highlands this year. Um, what are you majoring in, Bailey? I can't remember. Education. Education. Yeah, very nice. Uh, very nice and broad. Nice and broad. So, uh, which is good. So, they're here tonight. And listen, they, and I think I speak for everybody, they're not experts, just like we're not experts. But I wanted you guys to hear from students who are just right in the middle of technology all the time and see how they see technology, which I hope will help us engage with other students and children as they look at technology. So, a couple of questions as we, as we dive in, and hopefully we'll finish a little early, so we're super excited for that. Um, all right, let's start. Um, Bailey, I'm going to be merciful and let Brian start first. So, Brian, first slide. What is the best part of having a cell phone? As a, as a young, you know, strapping young lad like yourself, what is the best part Thank you. of having, you're welcome, what is the best part of having a cell phone? Um, yeah, other than just to text Ryan, um, wow. not, not really much. You don't get paid honestly. till next week, so you oh, can, you're, you're okay, good. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so honestly, so I did write down an actual real answer um, to this question as I was thinking about it this week. Um, but I would say the best part is that, you know, we have right at our fingertips, like an opportunity to have uh, communication with others, like whether it's our family or friends, and uh, that can potentially lead to like closer connections and uh, community with one another. And I, mm. I think that's a really beautiful thing that we have that, and it's a new thing. Um, but yeah, it's a beautiful thing. So, and I'm just like I'm just you know a lot of times people talk about how technology creates like you know we have more communication, but we're more alone than ever. You know, but you're saying that technology. And then students, I don't, is this fair? Is this right? What he's saying, technology actually helps us communicate with each other and stay closer to each other. Yeah, it can be. I think it, it's definitely, it can be a gift and it can be a really good tool. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, it helps, you know, in the future when it comes to like networking and um, yeah, just keeping in touch with family members and keeping in touch mm -hmm. um, with friends. I think it's a very valuable thing in that aspect. And yeah. yeah, there's a lot of, you know, cool things that you can do with it. So yeah, I agree. Cool graphics like we had. Yeah, you did a really good job. I, I think, and I think that's true. I think, you know, I mean, how many of you have a family member who lives in another state, a relative who lives in another state? I think we can all agree that technology is super helpful when it comes to staying in touch with them and being in communication with them. So I would agree. I think that's, that's super important. So awesome, Brian. Bailey, same question. What is, what's the best part or your favorite part about owning a cell phone, about having a cell phone? Uh, ditto. Yeah. That's what I could say to that to Brian. Nice. Uh, that's literally what I wrote down. Exactly. Um, is just connection. Like graduating high school, it's really hard to stay in touch with people because they all go to different schools. My best friend lives five hours away. So 
Um, if I didn't have a cell phone, I probably would never talk to her again, and that would be a really sad little mm -hmm. thing to happen. Um, I did write down, especially being a young girl, I'm 20, um, I wrote down it's like an extra layer of safety, which is always nice to have. Uh, huh. Kristen, my mom, even sometimes you always have my location, know, know where I'm <laughs> oh, at. Oh, wow, okay. Um, so you can Didn't swoop in that. and save me like you're Liam Neeson or something. So oh, wow. It's always, it's always <laughs> nice just like being a young girl to like always have something on me that like can always be trackable. Yeah. Which is really nice to have. Hmm. That's a really good point. So just like in turn, like, I mean, so yes, the communication thing is huge and having friends who live in different places, like agreed, mm -hmm. is super important. But also, and I think this is, this is actually really, really profound, Bailey, too, is, is the safety aspect. Mm -hmm. That's more of what you mean, like just in terms of being able to like, can you expand on that where like people know where you are so yeah. you feel safer? Is that, is that what you're saying? Yeah, well, it's even like, I think whenever I was younger, I had like, I, f I feel like this might be an older thing. I'm not even that old. But it's like these little ladybug phones, and it has three buttons on it, and yes. you can call your mom, your dad, or, like, the police. I ladybug phones? Like, Anybody? Anybody have a ladybug phone? Mine was a ladybug Michael? whenever <laughs> I had mine. But, um, yeah, it's just, like, something extra that you can have. And I feel like, you know, even little kids have it. Like, I've seen parents put those, um, the new air tags and bracelets for their kids so that they just hmm. know where they are all the time. And, like, I might be 20, but, like, my mom still needs to know where I am. My sister needs, has an incessant need to know where I am all the nice. time. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's just nice. Like, you just feel better. I mean, I could be mm. with, I could even be with Ryan, and, like, it just is nice to, like, know where people are whenever mm -hmm. you need them to be there. Cool. No, I think that makes, I think that's a great point. And, again, like, we've talked about before, um, it's the goal of this whole three-week series is not to say how evil technology is and how terrible technology is. It's about, remember, it's not about removing technology, but about removing it from the center of our lives, right? There are good things about technology, helpful things about technology, and we're glad we have it, and it's how we steward it. So, Bailey, that, that is great points, great points. Brian, back to you, buddy. What is, so we talked about the best part about having a cell phone, now, what is the worst part about having a cell phone? And, and I don't know, I'm curious to see, like, you know, if you ask an adult, what is the worst part about your child having a cell phone? I think there's one answer. It's those darn cell phones. It, that's right. That's right. Don't say darn. Come on. Um, but what, uh, so in your opinion as a student, what is the, as, so how, and how old are you again, Brian? I'm sorry. 22. So as a 22-year-old, college, recent college grad, what is the worst part about having a cell phone? Yeah, um. Man, I can go on this uh, we got time? Like all day, um, but I'm not going to keep you all here for forever. Um, but yeah, like you said earlier, like we live in the most connected age ever, yet still more than ever now, especially through the global pandemic, we felt this. Like we are so isolated and lonely, and yet we have like connection and opportunity for that literally right at our fingertips. So yeah, I think that that is pretty bad thing that we do have this device yet still feel that and I, and I think it speaks a lot about like how we steward it um so that's that's one bad part I would say also just like cell phone addiction is a real thing the things that are on these smartphones um like you know social media and just different video games and stuff like that can become very addictive very fast mm -hmm. and um yeah, there's just a lot um with these devices that affects us psychologically that I could go on like all day about um yeah, and it messes up with, like, reward systems in our brain, and, um, yeah, but ultimately, I think that as smartphones have, you know, grown and have, you know, continued to, um, yeah, just been upgraded, literally what I notice is that, like, this device, like, this phone is just something that curates yourself, and it's literally just, like, a, 
Um, I've, I've seen there's a show about this, but I haven't seen like all of it. But just just the illustration of a of a black mirror, like this is literally a device that is just helping you to curate yourself, to cultivate like an image of yourself that you want to see. Mm. Um, and yeah, and it is disordering sometimes. Yeah, well, Lots I, I could say <laughs> no. That's that's really helpful, man. And I think it's important too as we talk about you know cell phone addiction, screen addiction, video game addiction. These aren't just things that parents are seeing. This is a 22-year-old college kid who is also seeing like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm wrestling with these things too. So it's not just something that's coming from the top down. This is something that students are feeling. Um, and I also appreciate your point, Brian, in terms of like, you know, we have cell phones, which on one hand do help us connect and communicate. But at the same time, there is this weird sense of loneliness that's left over afterward, right? that makes sense? Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%, 100%, because, I mean, it's, um, you know, earlier in this, in the series, we, we heard that, like, these, these uh, devices, they're good, but they're not good enough. Mm-hmm. Like, the connection that they offer is good, but it's not good enough. It's not the connection that we were created and designed for to share, like, in person with one another. It's, mm-hmm. it's a cheap form of that. And it's still a good form, but it's, it's not it. It's not the same. Yeah, good stuff. Bailey, same question. What is the worst part of owning a cell phone? <clears throat> ditto. A nice, good. Another, another ditto. Yeah. No, um, I didn't really know what to put for this, weirdly enough. So we were actually just sitting on the front row there, and I have my mom with me. Woohoo! And um, I was like, I don't know what to put down for this. Like, it's so weird, but I don't know what to do. And she may as well have just grabbed the phone and wrote, like written down constant distraction on it. Hmm. Um, and then you think about it, and I'm like, I don't feel like I'm that distracted by my phone. Like, I, I feel like I have pretty good self-control. And then I realized I literally have a phone on my app, or I have an app on my phone that has to lock me out of my phone for an amount of time so I can do homework. <laughs> nice, yeah. Like, it literally has to lock my phone so that I can sit there for 30 minutes and do homework without, like, going on TikTok or going on Instagram or something because it's just, it's a constant temptation Yeah. to constantly be on it. And it's like Brian said with the whole, like, you can have a connection on there, but that connection is only, like, superficial most of the time. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, even, like, my poor mom, she could be talking to me. And I will just be, like, under the table. Sometimes I'll even just be up here just, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Super cool, yeah. Nice. And she's, like, your Students, goldfish. amen. Can we get an amen? Yeah, or literally. Okay? She'll be, like, your goldfish shot. I'm, like, oh, sucks. Like, and I'm just, like, scrolling. <laughs> I'm, like, man, like, how do I stop doing that? So I literally have to download an app on my phone mm. that locks me out of it just so I can, like, get my homework done for the for the day. So it's an app that, like, I think, because I think we may want to know a little more about this. So it's an <laughs> app that that activates that that closes can you what is the app and can you explain a little because I feel like there are parents here who are like oh I'm gonna talk to her after this so (laughs) yeah let's um, just meet in the middle I'll try to figure out the app's name I deleted it um (laughs) well well, wait I I can kind of add a little bit to this that's good that this is real this is what we want though this is so helpful there's like countless apps out there and the the cool thing is like yeah there's a lot of options but this thing Mm. actually has now used to not but it has a built-in way of Mm -hmm. uh yeah limiting your screen time and I'll I'll mention that later on but you can like disable or like if you only want to spend like 30 minutes on Instagram you can go and do that it is very cool but this app was like it's actually quite cute. You could grow a little tree, and if you went on an app that wasn't that like the timer that you were supposed to be on, then it kills your tree. Oh, <laughs> so like these are high stakes. Yeah, so like you could either have a really nice tree by the end of it, or like 
you could it could just be dead and you could be on Instagram. So. Interesting. Still not a real tree. It was it was kind of motivating. <laughs> <laughs> but that was all. That is no, that's super helpful. That's super okay. Is it fair? And I caught you saying this. Like, is it fair to say that there are probably students either here or elsewhere? that maybe, like you said, because you talked about, I don't really think I'm that distracted. And then the more you thought about it, it was like, wow, this actually is really, so it's not, it's not just that phones, and this isn't, you know, again, about the evils of phones, but it's, yeah. it's not just that phones are distracting, it's that they can be distracting and we're not even aware that they're, is that fair? Does that make sense? Yeah, so I think like human nature just in general, sorry, psych major for like two years, human nature just like in general growing up in like like, my mom grew up in a very different time period than, like, what I'm growing up in. Like, mm. mine is, I only have computers in all of my college classes, and I work strictly off of a computer and an iPad and an iPhone and stuff like that. And so growing up in the culture that I'm growing up in, it feels like human nature to have this thing attached to the hip with me. Right. And so a lot of times it's, you don't realize, like, you're not going to realize that something is, like, out of the ordinary if it is normal for you. Hmm. Like, if it's already in, like, your life. Like, my a phone has been in my life since... I don't even know how long. It's probably since long I was in time. sixth grade. Yeah. I had a phone, so. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that's good for, like, not only for students to take pause, but parents as well, right? Like, how much, how much am I on this phone, right? And just assessing that for, for students, obviously, but for all of us, right? If, if, it can, if it can just trick us into this like that, then it's something for all of us to be aware of, right? You going to say something, yeah, Brian? Just a little bit. Like, yeah, it creates a dependency, Hmm. Right. So am I a normal functioning human being without this device? Like, can I remember, oh, I had that thing at two or do I have to have this device like constantly on me to remember like what I have going on next? And it's, it's dictating my life and leading me to the next thing. And, hmm. yeah, hmm. Dependencies watching out for that. Good stuff, guys. Good stuff from the mouths of babes. Right. Um, all right. So, Brian, flip it back over to you. So with phones can come social media. Right. Um, what is the, and, and again, so what is the best part about social media? What's your favorite thing about, what social media platforms are you on, and what is the best part about those things? Um, I'm on Instagram. Y'all can hit me up at underscore <laughs> Scherner. Um, no, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, I would say there's only one good part about social media, and that's memes. Okay. That's the only thing good about social media, I do have to say. And some there are some edgy memes, there are some tough memes, but like, yeah, sharing memes, seeing memes, just memes, all of them. I love memes. Okay. So look, I'm just I'm speak, I'm speaking the truth up here. That would probably be the most true thing I'll ever say. Prophetic, yeah. Um, but for sure. No, actually, yeah, being real, I, I think other other than that, um, I think, yeah, learning things on social media, like seeing like cool creative posts and um, like that's just something for me as a creator that like helps me to um, yeah just get cooler ideas and, and to grow in that way and um, seeing cool things uh, like on Desiring God or the Gospel Coalition like these posts that will lead me to articles or, or good information to read later on um, helps me stay connected to resources and it also helps me to keep in touch with people that I'm close to and that I still want to stay in touch with um, whether that's family members or friends or uh, yeah, thousands of people that I still follow for some reason. Nice. I, I don't know why. Yeah. 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 I get it. Um, <laughs> Bailey, same question. What's the best part about social media? And you can't say memes because you already said it. <laughs> okay. Um, so the best part for me is I follow a lot of accounts on Instagram that are like informational accounts. I don't watch news. I think that it sucks. Like I don't <laughs> like I don't like 
watching like news on a channel, I'm sorry. Um, but I do have a lot of Instagram accounts that like keep me very informed and they're non-biased and they just let you know what's going on with the world and like what's happening with it. Mm. Um, lots of Instagram accounts about desiring God and like following God and like things that can break it down for you and explain it for you in, in ways that you might not be able to understand it before. Um, and I mean, also obviously, you know, being connected and things like that, but it still goes back to like superficial connection, even with, with Instagram and things like that. Um, did I write down anything else? Oh, and just like inspiration and ideas just in general, I wouldn't know how to dress myself. It wasn't for social media. (laughs) Um, I would still be in like really skinny jeans, which is fine. Which is, there's no issues with that. So some skinny pants, man. Thin ice, Bailey. Thin <laughs> ice. Um, no, but uh, you're fair. That's fair. But, so. Yeah, I think, that, I think that's probably it. Just keeping yourself informed, keeping yourself, you know, in touch with the times, I guess, and mm-hmm. learning how to dress yourself is always nice. That is, yeah. Good steps. So, all right, so the best part of social media, Bailey, let's stick with you. Curveball, what is now, so, <laughs> what is the worst part of yeah, social media? Cool. So okay. let's, let's ease in though a little bit, can we? But okay. what is the worst part of social um, media? I made a bullet point list for this one. Okay. Nice. <laughs> okay. The first Which I think in and of itself kind of shows a lot, right? Um, but and I think that uh, mine and Brian's answers might be the same or close on this one too, but like, I can only speak from a teenage girl's perspective, which I'm sure every teenage girl knows where I'm going to go with this whenever the question is asked. Um, but comparison is the biggest thing that happens on social media. You Mm. see people that are your age. Um, like for me, my biggest one is Emma freaking Chamberlain. I love her, but we're the same same age and she was just at the, um, Met Gala. Oh, wow. So, you know, uh, comparison can be really tough. Um, like comparing yourself and your place in life to other people's and then like basing your worth on likes. Um, I had a really hard time in the beginning of high school with, I would compare my amount of likes to, like, my friend's amount of likes, and it's, like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Like, who cares how many likes you're getting on, on, on your picture? But, but like, but, but in I the moment, cared. you do. Oh, yeah, I right, right, I yeah. so much. That's, that's, that's easy for us to say, to your point, that's easy for us to say, but, like, as a student who gets locked into that, mm-hmm. saying who cares, I mean, yeah. that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. To your point, I'm saying, so yeah. it makes sense now, I will say that. It was, like... It's like breaking a really bad habit. It's like if you chew on your fingernails and you can't stop doing it, that's the kind of, like, it's what it feels like breaking the habit of, like, posting a picture on it. Like, I, w- I was scared to post stuff. Like, I because would want to post, like, a cute picture of me and my mom or my sister and my friends. And, and I was us. scared to post or it. Us. Or us. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, but I was, like, I was scared to post things because I was scared that they wouldn't perform well or that they wouldn't do mm-hmm. well. And then it just goes back to, like, why did I care so much, you know? Right. Like you right. should just post what post what you feel and like whatever is going to make you happy. Also, Instagram now has a feature where you can turn off your like count. Mm-hmm. So you can't even see it unless you want to and that has been huge for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there it is took there a while to get there. Sorry to interrupt, but it took a long time and a lot of fighting to get to that which to take Which is crazy. It's new within the past yeah. 5 months I think is hmm. when they finally did it, which is insane. Interesting. What what do you think? Okay, so throwing it out there. Like a student here who maybe shares that kind of prison is locked into this idea of like, okay, Bailey, maybe you used to, but you don't get it now. You know what I mean? Like advice to them, things that you, something that you might say of like, if they, if their perspective is 
I'm, I'm afraid to post things, or I care so deeply about how many likes I get. How, how did you come out of that? Is that a natural thing? Was it there's just like an aha moment? Like, how does that no. advice, no. thoughts on that? So what I did was I made myself an accountability partner and my best friend, Avery. Um, I deleted Instagram off my phone for however long it took for me to kind of not feel that. Um, and I was with Avery every day because we were still in, in school together. So she would check my phone every day. We were at soccer practice most of the time, and she would check my phone every day and um, make sure Instagram wasn't downloaded back on there. Mm -hmm. um, another thing you can do is you can give your phone to your parent and make it to where you can't download apps unless you have a password, and they have the password, obviously. Um, and it helps you not download it back, but, like, my piece of advice would just be, like, get rid of it for a little bit, take a break, like, cleanse it from you, and then by the time that you come back, you can hide that like count and, and it'll be like nothing really ever happened hopefully and mm -hmm. that's just kind of how it happened for me yeah no it's a good thought brian kind of same question the worst part about social media or the thing about social media that maybe is the most difficult for you yeah and um i'm sorry brian and again check out you know these are students who are saying this this isn't these aren't these aren't parents these aren't adults quote unquote sorry these aren't these aren't adults who are who are saying oh this is why i don't like it oh this is why no no these these are stu students feel this too students see this Two, right? So, okay, go ahead, Brian. That's a good point. I, I think I made to. I think I made it to the adult cutoff. Yeah. Point, right? Okay, keep going, okay. Brian. Okay. Anyways, um, so yeah, there's definitely more context that I would love to share, like get into like a lot of the psychological research related to like yeah, phone addiction and how social media has like impacted mental health. Um, just there's so much that I can share on that and did a lot of research on that. So would love to talk about it. I do think a lot of bad things related to social media are the things that you all see, and I'll get to my main point with this in a second, but I just wanted to list it, lift stuff, some things of like the social comparis comparison that we saw, right, that of what Bailey was talking about. How about the overnight activists, um, seeing a lot of things like that with when uh, political things or really hot like topic things would happen and you know overnight these things would blow up and become a sensation and then die out. Um, and also just dumb arguments, especially with, like, just people on Facebook. Uh, go on. I don't know what you mean, Brian. Yeah, never mind, Please. Never mind. Yeah, it's just really cringy. Um, but it is tough. Also, uh, the biggest thing, and uh, so, funny enough, I actually, I got to the point where I got so triggered seeing this on social media, and I, I've kind of been taking steps further away from social media and trying to be very careful in, like, how I, how I steward it, right, and use it. Um, I got so tired of seeing a uh, culture of inauthenticity that, like, social media in and of itself cultivates. Um, and it basically teaches you that, like, oh, fakeness is okay. Like, the image that of what you want others to see of yourself, like, that's what you can put up, and, that, and that's okay. Like, realness, we don't need to get into that. You need to post your highlights. You need to post only the good things, right? Mm -hmm. And so what that does is um, it really minimalizes like what the human experience actually is. And I wrote a post about this because I got, I just, yeah, really, I saw something and it just, I, I had to say this. I had a lot of notes on it and then I made it into a post. And um, at first I was just kind of joking along with the post. It was a, a post of my fiance's dog. And because you know how people would just post like random stuff like that on like social media just of their dog, just something funny. But then I posted a long caption explaining this. And here's, here's what I said. I'll get to it. Um, so basically, one thing that I realized was that it probably wasn't a good idea um, to let companies profit off of and contribute to the promotion of toxic information, values, drama, and people. 
it probably wasn't a good idea to try to solely present the human experience of life as a series of highlights, public admittance of downfalls or other ideas, trends, cheap connection, rants, good times, accolades, and giving of pedestals and platforms to uh, project one's desired self that may differ behind closed doors. And again, yeah, social media just uh, feeds a culture of inauthenticity that produces a pseudo-desire in the lives of people to be your most authentic self for the world to see. But it's not really your authentic self. It's just a curated self. Yeah, there's a really good story. Um, So family wants to have a picnic, right? What could go wrong? So family wants to have a picnic. So on their way to creating the stuff for the picnic, dad burns the hamburgers and the hot dogs. So dad is upset, right? And they're not even in the car yet. And so everybody is late getting into the car, which makes mom upset. And when mom is upset, everyone is now upset now, right? So they get into the car and everybody's fuming. Nobody's having a good time. Well, they get out there and turns out that they forgot all the plates and all the cups because everyone was so flustered and they lay out the, the picnic blanket. No one wants to be there. No one is happy, but... We need to be sure we take a family selfie, right? And so dad pulls out the phone, and they take a quick selfie where they smile, and everyone's happy, and dad posts it. Will you stop? And dad, <laughs> and dad, it's just such a constant distraction, right? Uh, and dad posts the selfie to Facebook. Well, on this picture, everyone just sees how happy the Smith family looks. And so this other family, who is now scrolling Facebook, who's having a horrible day because their family is normal, like everyone else's, they look at that picture and they think, why can't we be happy like the Smith family? But no one understands that that's not what's really happening. Does that make sense? Just this fake idea of that's not all that there is to it. So wonderful point, Brian. Um, And we fund it. That's the the crazy thing. We fund it by letting these companies profit off of that, Hmm. right, and profit off of this fake culture that we are also contributing to and producing by contributing to that. Does that make sense? Yeah. That to me just blows my mind that we do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bailey, what, so closing kind of a couple here, what apps do you use the most on your phone and why? So like two, two apps that you use the most on your phone and why? Um, I went on my screen time and I just looked so I could just like honestly tell you guys what two apps mm-hmm. I use most. Can you explain real quick like how, like if, if a parent wants to know about their kid's phone, how can you, or if a student wants to better manage their time, how do you check screen time on your iPhone? Um, so you can just go into the settings and there's a search bar at the top and you can literally just type in screen time. Um, you can also scroll down. I'm sure it's an option on there somewhere, but mm-hmm. it's easier to find if you just search it. Um, so screen time is literally just, it tells you how long you've been on your phone, what apps have been on, uh, that you've been on the most. You can also limit yourself. I have a limit for myself for Instagram. I can only be on it for an hour a day. Um, and that's like throughout the day too, if mm-hmm. I want it to be, or if I just want to sit down and use my whole hour, I just give myself that time. Um, all my other apps are pretty free. I feel like I don't really have problems with them until someone probably is going to tell me that. I was until someone tells you, yeah, point. nice, yeah. Now someone's yeah. going to be like, ooh. Um, but yeah, that's awesome screen time is uh, (laughs) really helpful for anyone who's struggling with that or parents like if you just feel like maybe your kid if my mom knew how to use screen time um (laughs) then she probably would have been on my phone a while ago and and was using screen time for me sure um but anyway so on my screen time it does tell you um what apps it used the most so my top two were um snapchat snapchat love a good snap um, and then my second one was messages, but that's not on a normal day. I've just had to text people. Messaging, just like text messages. You yeah. Mean? But oh, yeah. I'm going to put, I would say my usual second is TikTok. Really? I yeah. love TikTok. For video, for like funniness? For I, everything about, I love TikTok. Probably making dance videos. Make, I don't make them myself. No, I'm not a, 
I'm just a connoisseur. Students, how many? I'm uh, just a connoisseur. <laughs> how many students? Do you make TikTok videos or do you just watch them? If you just watch them, raise your hand. Okay, yeah, I think that's pretty much. And my wife, awesome. So, so that yeah, and I think that's pretty. That's pretty accurate. So okay, so TikTok and messaging, and what was the other one? And Snapchat. But with Snapchat, it's not just pictures. Like you could, it's really more just like messaging. Like you could take a picture of your floor and just message like where you are. It's a young person's texting. Yeah. Okay. So it's like it's like texting for new I feel like I'm really losing my bearings here so yeah so it's texting what do you mean like oh gosh Mm. you know and I hate Snapchat but I still use it all the time which is just which is the behavior of an addict like Mr. Listen said that's okay that's what Mr. Listen said too though okay it hurts (laughs) um but no Snapchat I think people got into Snapchat so much because you send pictures back and forth and you can and then they can words on your pictures it sounds so Mm -hmm. stupid when you try Mm -hmm. to explain it but like for some reason it's just so nice. Like, you get to, like, see what people are up to. I, I think there you know? really is. And, well, and, like, all your app, all three of your apps have, like, communication in yeah. common, right? And, like, connection in common. So, okay, so Snapchat, TikTok, and messaging. Yep. Brian, same thing. Two, two apps maybe that you use the most. That's a good theme that you pointed out just there. Just wanted to affirm you in that, bro. Well, thank you, um, Brian. But, thank you. yeah, what, the only thing that I do have to say on Snapchat, too, like, I used to definitely be on it a lot more. Um, the thing is with Snapchat is that it's harder to have, just for parents to know, it's harder to have accountability on that because mm-hmm. you can send messages and the messages disappear and it doesn't keep like a track like as if you would go through like text messages you mm-hmm. have to purposely save them and that doesn't happen with snapchat mm-hmm. um uh, for me i did the same thing with screen time so ditto there um so and in order just this week um uh, yeah for me i'm spending an average um you know hour or less amount of time in youtube instagram Messages, Safari, Zoom. Ugh. <laughs> um, sorry, uh, that just hurt to even say. Uh, Snapchat, Notes, um, Disney Plus, um, the Marvel series, Disney. Yeah, what if? Yeah, good stuff. Um, and yeah, I use them for all those uh, for way longer than I'd want to wow. use them. But so your phone, your phone is pretty versatile, though. So you can use your phone. You use your phone for everything, watching anything things and everything, and all of the time. Wow, how interesting! As a wise man once said. Yes. Um, okay, Bailey, let's go. Um, you have a sibling who's a freshman in high school. This is hypothetical. You have a sibling who's a freshman in high school that is about to get a cell phone. What is one piece of advice that you would give to this sibling? Freshman, never used a cell phone before, about to get one for the first time. One piece of advice that you would give them. Yeah, okay. Um, I basically just went off what I think that Kristen would tell me if I was a freshman in high school and I was about to get my cell phone okay. uh, for the first time. Whenever I actually was a freshman in high school, I had a like flip phone. Um, so I kind of don't know what I would tell a younger person. So I'd try to just be Kristen in this scenario, I guess. Um, yeah. Don't base your self-worth on what you see from other people. Where you are in life is where you're supposed to be. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Can you say it again one more time? You kind of zoomed through that. I'd love to. <laughs> don't base your self-worth on what you see from other people. You are where you are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Perfect, Bailey. All right, Brian, same thing. Last question of the night. So cap us off. You have a sibling who's about to go into high school, about to get a cell phone for the first time. What's a piece of advice that you would give them? Yeah, um, I would probably tell them to never take advice from someone who would only have one piece of advice to give them. <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. Um, so one thing, yeah, nice. One thing that mm. I would probably say, um, a combination of things. I would say, you know, to set boundaries um, on your phone before mm-hmm. your phone ends up controlling more of your life 
um, before you realize it. Hmm. Um, say something along the lines of that. Um, and yeah, probably also point them to the fact that, you know, that they, they're created for so much more. Mm-hmm. That God created them um, as the pinnacle of creation, like the iPhone wasn't. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. so, yeah, helping them to recognize that um, the reflection that they're seeing in their phone is supposed to reflect Jesus. Yeah. And what they're looking at on their phone, that's also something that is supposed to glorify Jesus, too. Yeah. So. Amen. Um, well, let's do this. Um, we're, we're running short on time. So, Brian, if you don't mind, would you pray for us? Uh, and then uh, when he says amen, you guys are off the hot seat. And then I'll just go through some announcements and then we'll be done. So if you could pray us out, Brian, that'd Sounds be great. Good. Yeah.